good afternoon good morning good evening whatever stage you in with the day and you're listening to this thank you for tuning in for the godly millennials podcast um it has been almost two months since not two months i'm lying to y'all almost a month since i've um last visited you all and giving you an update like i said i would so long story short your girl has finally got a job as a sixth grade math teacher at lucas middle school and i'm super duper duper excited um i've never been a teacher before um unless you want to count me teaching at four life then sure but like an actual teacher no so it's a it's it's a new experience i'm excited i'm a little nervous but i got up here to just pretty much give the testimony basically um that's really all this podcast is for to encourage you all to reach at least one of you to keep going even when things get tough so as you all know before i had lost my job i was feeling pretty unstable and it was a little rough it was a little rough but not a lot and I say that because throughout this entire process God had to rearrange my algorithm and I'm gonna explain what that means some of you may know what that means some of you may not know what that means so an algorithm is something that pretty much kind of sets the tone for everything so let me give an example let's use social media so with social media if you look at something on facebook right and it's a bag or it's some shoes or whatever you get on instagram and you see those same shoes or that same company pop up on your feed or if you're just doing it on regular internet, you'll see it pop up on on your feed, right? So initially, you're setting your algorithm. You're setting what you're going to be looking for. And that can either be a positive thing or sometimes it can be a negative thing if you're tuning in or feeding your body with the wrong stuff. And so God really had to take me on a journey to reset my algorithm with my faith not that my faith was shaky not that my faith was you know what I'm saying um not always there because it was like let's not get it twisted I believe in God okay I believe in him providing for me I believe in all of those things so it it was an experience it was one of those things where I really had to be obedient I really had to have a heart posture and I want to be clear that it is perfectly okay to have faith to totally believe in God and still go through human emotions And that's kind of where I've been within this last month and a half. Like at the core, 
I felt a peace about God taking care of me. Like, I, I knew he was going to take care of me. Because, number one, I'm made in his image. You all are made in his image. And if you serve him, if you follow him, if you believe in him, yes, he's going to take care of you. But we as humans, we as human beings, we always try to figure out the how. How am I going to do this? How am I going to get there? How is this going to work out? We always try to figure out the how. And sometimes God doesn't need us to do all that. And I have learned that faith is what activates God's movement, not your ability to figure out the how. He just needs you to have faith. He just needs you to believe that it's going to work out. And so at the core, I'm still going to, you know what I'm saying? I'm still going to church. I'm still serving at the youth ministry. I'm still working out. I'm still doing my daily routines. I'm still reading my Bible. You know what I'm saying? Praying to God, seeking his face. I'm still doing all of those things. And, but some emotions did come up. Like I did have to check myself and have pep talks with myself a few times throughout this last month and a half and it has not been easy it has not been easy it was one of those things where I I gave it to God and I was like God listen because I made in your image you you wouldn't embarrass yourself like I'm you I'm you're in me you wouldn't embarrass yourself you wouldn't do me like that you wouldn't even do yourself like that and I really had to keep telling myself that. Like, it, it was it was literally a mental battle. Like, God will never leave me. God will never forsake me. God would never put me in a position for me to lose something just to stay at a loss. More times than not, if God is allowing something to be removed from your life or is removing you from something, he's going to replace it. And it's going to be for his glory. So I really, 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 really had to learn that. And just come to grips with the fact that I don't have to know the how. I don't have to know the how. So throughout this process, it's been... It's it's been a journey. I never thought I would be a teacher for real. Like let's let's be honest. Um I just I just didn't. But let me give you a little bit of a backstory. So when I first came to the river, which is the church that I go to now, in twenty nineteen, I was going through some stuff and I honestly really didn't know what my actual purpose was I know what I wanted to do I know a dream that he placed in my heart which is still going to come to pass hasn't yet but it will but I didn't know like what my actual purpose was I knew what my dreams were were part of my purpose but at the core what is what is my purpose you know and so I had to ask God that I was like God okay I'm at this point I don't have nowhere else to go I'm in a rut. I'm like down on my luck for real. And 
emotionally, not financially, but emotionally and spiritually, I was and mentally, I just was not where I needed to be. And he told me, he was like, you're going to be working with kids. Mind you, I have been, I want, I knew I wanted to serve when I first joined. I knew that for a fact. Like I've, I've never grew up in a church where I didn't serve. So serving was just an automatic, yeah, we gonna serve. But it was just like, where? Um, I've been singing all of my life. Been in the choir, been on the praise team, leading praise and worship at my at the church that I grew up in. And it was just like, God told me, yeah, we got that. We know you can do that. But I want to expand you in other gifts and other talents that I have for you. Because I don't believe any we all just have one one thing that we're good at we just don't explore it we just don't ask God to reveal it to us and I did that I was like okay God what what am I supposed to be doing here what am I supposed to be doing here and he told me yeah you're gonna be you're gonna be working with children and I'm like children not in a bad way but it was just a shock I was like kids for real okay and I took the new members class and picked because you got to pick up to three ministries that you wanted to you know potentially serve in and so it was praise and worship it was for life and it was um a bible study class and that ended up not working out because the person who taught it had retired so i go into for life and surprisingly, God never does anything out of order. It's always going to come in full circle. And so, come to find out, I already knew the pastor that led for life, which is Pastor Corey Yarborough. I already knew who he was because my very first job out of college, well, my second job out of college was being a bank teller. And I will always see Pastor Corey and Uncle Benny. I will always see them at the bank. Always. They will always come in, make a deposit. And Uncle Benny will always tell me that Pastor Corey was the pastor over the youth ministry. He would tell me every single time he would come in here. And I never put two and two together. I Well, I didn't even know, like, where the church was. Like, let's be honest. I didn't. I was doing church online at that point. So... When I found out that Pastor Corey was over for life, it started to make sense. It started to make sense of why I'm supposed to be here. And I was like, okay, cool. So I'm working in for life, been in for life for four years. I mean, three years, going on three years, excuse me. And I'm like, okay, God, well, I need to figure out. I want to expand like I've been in this ministry for a little time now I want to expand God was like okay weeks later or like weeks weeks about a month later um I end up being in being in another ministry and I get this job as teacher I was surprised well not necessarily but when I got it I'm driving on my way home and I'm just driving in silence because I'm ecstatic 
because I have a job. But I'm also asking God, like, why, why me in a sense? Initially, when I applied for the job, it was I was supposed to just be a substitute teacher. I didn't expect, you know, to be full on salary. I, I was just applying to make ends meet. Getting paid 120 as a substitute teacher. Work five days a week, it'll pay the bills. You know what I'm saying? Like I that was my expectation. It really was. But because and I believe this in my heart, because of my heart posture and how I still continue to serve, how I still continue to trust God, regardless of my circumstances and what was going on around me. He put me in a position that I didn't even ask for. So I go through the interview process and they like me. I like them. I go visit the school, meet with them in person. Everything is good. And so I'm talking to the other administrators that are there when I go visit the school. And they're telling me, yeah, we get bonuses in October. And I'm in the back of my mind, I'm like, bonuses? I'm just supposed to be a substitute teacher. Substitute teachers don't get bonuses. Am I about to be a teacher? Like a, a a teacher teacher? You know, like having classes full of kids. Okay. And so at that moment, I was driving home when all of that happened. And God was telling me, Yes, you were in my will when you were serving at For Life, and you're still in my will serving at For Life. But because you asked me to expand you, I need to expand you outside of For Life. And it made me think that if God isn't going to be, place himself in a box, and you can't place God in just one setting, one aspect, one dimension. Why would we think that he would place us in one setting, one place, one dimension? And he gave me that revelation like, I need you not just at the river, but I need you at places where some of these kids won't even reach reach a church setting, a church building. But you are that light that I need you to shine through to them, to reach them, to nurture them. I need you out there in the field, which is kind of what our bishop, I think a while ago, talked about this year. We are the church. It's not necessarily the building. It's not necessarily the chairs or the the music or, or any of those things. We are the living church participant vessels that need to be out there in the field and so that's what's really kind of like overwhelming because now God has given me an, an assignment not just teaching math because I love math I can I taught tutored math in high school like I it's, it's not it's not difficult, you know what I'm saying? But it's the simple fact that now God has placed an assignment for me to be a light to these children. In a setting where 
I'm not necessarily acclimated to. It's different when you're in your regular setting, when you're comfortable. Not saying for, because for life, I'm still expandable for life too. But because I love coming to church, I love the people there, I love the kids. I've, I've made myself acclimated to that environment. So yes, it's it's a bit overwhelming and God is, is basically rearranging my algorithm and what that looks like for me as far as what I'm supposed to be doing, my purpose in being in his will. So I just wanted to come on here and encourage you all that just because it's not what it looks like does not mean it's not going to come to pass. And one of the scriptures that I really had to hone into was Philippians 4, 6, and 7. That's my that's my favorite scripture. Worry about nothing but pray about everything. Worry about nothing. Like it's, th- Those feelings are going to come up. You're going to get overwhelmed. You're going to sometimes be like, God, what, what's going on now? But when those feelings come up, you have to constantly tell yourself, God, I trust you. Remove these negative negative feelings from me. Remove anything that may be blocking me from being faithful, from activating my faith in you. Because it's hard. It's not always easy. Just because we're believers does not mean we're excluded from feeling the everyday feelings that a human, you know, was exposed to. Because that's not true. So be encouraged. Like, it's, it's reset your algorithm. Sometimes God will do that on purpose to show you that everything first starts with him. Everything. So this whole experience has blessed me because now I have a deeper, I don't know how to really explain it, but like a deeper, my faith has increased. There it is. My faith has increased because of this experience in ways that you would have to experience in order to get it it has increased like it it was one of those things where i i really had to put my faith and my trust in god period because after the interview a week had passed and they told me you know you're gonna hear from hr from dps and i'm like okay so i'm waiting and i'm waiting and I'm like, God, what is going on? And immediately when I said that to myself, I started praying. And I said, okay, God, I told you I trusted you. I still trust you. What is what am, what is it that you need me to do? And he told me, he said, prepare. You need to be preparing for your classroom. You need to get your supplies. You need to get your um, your decorations. You need to prepare. You need to prepare what you're going to do, how you're going to structure your classroom, um, fun games, 
like you need to do all of that you need to start preparing for what I have called you to do in this space and I said okay like a real okay like a real yes and amen not the one where you're like okay God whatever you say big dog whatever whatever you say we go with the shaky voice we gonna do it like no it wasn't that it was a firm deep okay and I was at peace with that okay and immediately when he said that to me I'm on I got on Amazon and I'm like okay I need this I need this I want to do this with my kids I want to do this with my kids we gonna have fun but we also gonna learn like and then I looked at my email and that's when I had the email from HR so it it I say that to say it really God just needs your faith he really just needs your faith he really just needs your faith and when he tells you to do something and be obedient do it do it with a stern with a firm yes and amen because he's not gonna fail you he's not gonna fail you and you have to say to yourself out loud God is not going to fail me when you say that God hears you and he's like oh so she oh so she calling on me bet I ain't got no choice I don't got no choice but to show up for her or for him or for them. I have no choice. So just be encouraged, y'all. Don't get discouraged. Whatever it is you may go through, please don't get discouraged. And make sure you have people around you that see the God in you and speak to that because that's important and I had two well most of my friends most of my friends no all of my friends actually because I really got like five or six friends let's let's be clear I my circle is small okay so all of my friends that see we see the God in each other and we speak to that and I love that about my friends and two of my friends specifically I was just like, I felt so embarrassed in a sense because I had never lost a job. So I felt embarrassed and they told me they were like, maybe this was God's way of getting you to rest, getting you to just relax for a second. Maybe you needed that before he took you into the next part of where you needed to be. And I didn't really think about it like that. I, and But honestly, I felt it. I didn't really put it together, but I felt it because this was where I got to spend a lot of time with my family. And anybody that knows me knows I love my family. I absolutely love and adore my family. My friends too, because my friends are considered family. So I love spending time with my family. And because my parents and my younger sister, they live in Germany, we may see each other at the most twice a year. Maybe. Once is probably the minimum, you know? And so 
being with them, having them be here, being in New Orleans with them, having them be here in Durham, being in Germany. It was just, I loved it. And I felt like God did that on purpose because he knew I was going to lose this job and he knew how much having my family was going to mean to me having them there encouraging me telling me we're not going to let you fail we support you whatever you need friends my friends as well like it just having that support system was probably the second thing that really got me through this experience and having friends who when you come at a loss who don't belittle you who don't judge you who don't look at you funny but encourage you to be your best self encourage you and tell you this is a new opportunity for you to reach your goals your dreams and everything that God has for you you need people like that so this whole experience has taught me about my faith and where I stood about my circle and that I really do have everything I need and people around me my church family like it just it it taught me so much and it made me be more appreciative of everything in my life that I have right now even when I was going through it was just like I'm still thankful I'm still blessed because I still get to do stuff I still have a roof over my head I still have food to eat I still have a car to drive like it it really hones in on the little things that we take for granted every single day and to really just trust in God. And and I feel like my algorithm is reset. My foundation is where it needs to be. And for that, I'm very, very thankful. But I just, I really wanted to share that with y'all. I know some, most times I'll have like scriptures and stuff. But this was just really a testimony episode to kind of just tell y'all what has been going on. And to keep you encouraged that God, especially if you've been serving him, God is not going to let you fail. He's not going to let you fail. Because that will essentially, I mean, you're you're part of him. So if you're telling everybody God finna come through, God finna come through, God what makes you think he won't? What makes you think he won't? So just be encouraged. I love y'all. I thank y'all for tuning in. Share, like, even if you just, it just fed yourself. Like, I'm thankful for that. So y'all be blessed. And I will see y'all next time.